Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Hi, you guys. Happy week. (laughs) I am checking in on so many things today. Um, One, I really do miss like this type of podcast edition when I get to just be here thinking, talking, processing, connecting with you. Um, It's almost like I want to do an interview and then like check in and be like, okay, what do you think? How was that? (laughs) What's happening? What do you, what did you learn? What moved you? What frustrated you? What, I don't know, what convicted you? What is happening? I want so much to know um, what the response is. Because I think that's, that's like actually the point of all of this is that we have a response that we don't just listen and let words float in and out and then we just keep going the the point is change the point is shift the point is expansion the point is awareness and openness and consciousness and connection and and evolution that's the point that's the point of of listening of considering of opening yourself up to the space uh, me you, all of us. So my hope for you today as you um, chose to push play on this podcast is that you would be open to change, that you would be open to think about things from a different perspective. And um, what's cool about podcasts is that no one knows you're listening. (laughs) Like you could do this totally in private and no one ever would know that you listened here. And I think there's something... um, voyeuristically cool about that like there might be things we're curious about but we don't read about or ask about and the podcasts give us this like secret ability to listen into things that maybe we aren't totally sure you want everyone to know that we listen to like a podcast about therapy (laughs) or religion um, or feminism or murders or all all the other things that we maybe listen to privately So here's some basic reflections and some things that I wanted to connect with you on about today. One, (laughs) I had the coolest conversation with Hillary McBride. And it was two episodes ago. And if you haven't listened yet, I would encourage you to do so. We had, see, part of what happens is when I have the opportunity to connect and or talk with people, I can forget that we're actually also recording a podcast because I'm so caught up in exactly what is happening in the exchange between me and this person. And and with Hillary, it was exactly like that. To listen to her like wisdom and her soft, slow, and yet like fully alive sense of being human, it's captivating to talk to a woman like that. She's aware and intelligent and yeah, it was it was rad. It was transcendent, ironically. <laughs> um, and we talked about that in the podcast, the difference between imminence 
and transcendence and the idea that in transcendence we have to like go out and procure something we we go on these epic journeys we we go out and attend to something or look for something outside of ourselves but the idea of imminence is that everything that we need is already within us the the hope we are searching for the change the divinity the the goodness all the things that we're looking to go out and get and put inside exist within us already and I wanted to circle back on that point because I sensed that in my bones. That what might draw us to go on these epic journeys might already be within us. And if we could, right, pause, stop, see, we might know that everything we need is already there. Now, I do think like Hillary and I also talked about the idea of experiencing that among witnesses is incredibly transformative. I know for me, there's times where I'm like, I need to go and seek that wild journey and that adventure and that escape and that retreat so that I can see what is within me. And so maybe it's a both and. Like maybe we need a transcendent, imminent journey. Maybe I need to go on a retreat or two weekends or just something that allows me to see all that there is within me, within you, within us. And so maybe it's both. And and that's something I'm going to get into as well. But the idea that we tend to want to cut things into this binary dissective process that this is good and then this is bad and if this is bad then it can't be good um, or this is hard or this is right and we can very clearly put things into categories because it's clean and safe and it and western <laughs> but but it's not really how it all works huh like there's this both and concept, like a Venn diagram, right? Where there's like the two circles and where they converge and that messy middle is the both and that it is good and hard, um, transcendent and imminent, massive and yet so simple. And I think that that is where I am personally sitting in right now is in that space of the both and. And my hope in the conversation with Hilary McBride was that you would have an opportunity to maybe listen to a conversation um, that you've maybe never heard before. That is a, that was a, listen, let's be super real. That conversation is not super typical. Two therapists that get an opportunity to talk about like the divine feminine. And I, (laughs) here's the thing I was thinking about later. When we listen to things that are outside of what is maybe normal or conventional for us, there can be an immediate resistance or otherness that we're like, what is this? I don't even know what I'm listening to right now. And I think that that's what happens when we face something novel and we're like, what category does this go into? And I think the point is that there, we might need a new category for a new thing. Or maybe there is no category. Maybe there is no box. Maybe there just is the listening and the experiencing and the considering and the expanding yourself into thinking about God in a new way, thinking about self in a new way, thinking about change or healing or hope or therapy in a new way. So I, my hope is that in listening to super out there strange <laughs> and or personal deep and weird conversations that you might be like, all right, okay. 
<laughs> okay, what's all right. And then see what what's interesting. And sometimes it takes a few weeks for things to settle. I was talking to um, a person this week and she said, you said something to me. And at first I was like, mm, no. And then two weeks later, I was like, oh, totally. And so sometimes we hear something and we need to keep coming back to it or considering it. And then all of a sudden it slides into place and it's like, oh, I get what you mean now. I understand what you mean by imminence and going with it. I understand what you mean by I already have what I need. I understand what you mean by the divine feminine and the need to like debunk the idea of hierarchy or structure or better or binary and allow things to move into more of a gray space. And if all of those words and all of those things are just concepts at this point, my invitation is that those things become actual pieces that you pick up, hold, investigate, get curious about, learn more about wonder about play with (laughs) I think that's the the point of a curious life is that we do all of those things sometimes just for the sheer fun of it right like why do kids play not because they're told to or because it's right for them to do but they can't not (laughs) they can't not play can't not pretend can't not make believe or wonder or giggle and I think that that's I want to embrace that same I don't know, way, approach, method, whatever, when I think about learning. I want to pick it up. I don't want to have judgment on it. I want to pick it up and be like, whoa, what's this? What could this be? And I think when we sit in the seat of wonder like that, things really do begin to transform in front of us. It reminds me of that scene in Hook. You know that movie with Robin Williams? Rufio, <laughs> and um, they're sitting at the table, and they all begin to eat this feast of imagine- imaginary food. And Robin Williams, like, like he can't see it. He's just like, "What are you guys doing?" He was mad because he was hungry. And they started like teasing him. They're like, and they flung the food at his face, right? And then that was the first moment where it actually like splatted on him. And then he started looking around, and it was like everything was open to him. And he could see this like massive, unbelievable feast that was there. That is what I think it's like to sit at the table and wonder. And to be open to what we can't see at first. And then to see that that becomes an actual something in front of us. (laughs) That's delicious and amazing and ridiculous. But we're sitting at the table together and so it's good and fun and funny and beautiful. So I think that's the process of wonder, of curiosity, of listening in to conversations that are maybe outside your norm. So that's what I also thought. Um, The other thing with Hillary was the idea of retreat. Man, we were uh, just jamming on that idea of what it is like to really get away, to really take off your life and go completely into something different. And she and I both um, host retreats throughout the year. And the point is, you guys, really, to like marinate. It's like not to just like sample your way through, but to like sit down for the whole feast. That is what retreat work is like. Not just a 15-minute podcast, not just a 50-minute session, but an experience 
where you don't have to keep buttoning yourself back up again and and saying I'm okay and going back into the world, but really unpacking the thing. (sighs) Feels good for me to even think about. I'm actually wrapping up uh, my last weekend retreat this weekend and preparing for a totally new way for me to do retreats or weekends in 2020. I'm going to be doing two stateside retreats this year. I'm like a kid in a candy shop when I think about what it is that I'm making, and I cannot wait to tell you about it. And then I'm going to be doing one international retreat, a wild woman retreat. So I'm, I, here's what I did. I sat down, I literally got the globe out with my son and I was like, let's just blow this thing up. What is like, what would be the coolest wild, where can we go? That's like, that is where I want to go and go into some work with some women and have an adventure that allows us to reclaim like the wild parts of who we are. And and if you're like, what? I'm not like, no, that's like not safe. And I'm a nine on the Enneagram. And, and what are you even talking about? <laughs> to be like, yeah, let's go out there and find it. Like, let's go out there and be together in this place where maybe you would never go there on your own on a vacation by yourself, but maybe you would go there with a group of women intentionally to enter into some like deep, deep reconstruction and reclaiming of who we are. That, that's what's coming your way for 2020. So if you are at all tempted, curious, or scared shitless <laughs> about something like that, would you email me? I'm not, I really am being serious. I had a friend I invited to weekends and she goes, Elise, weekend scares me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, totally. Okay, I see that. Um, no problem. No problem. It is okay that it can be scary and good, right? Because it can be both and. It can be both and. It can be like, whoa, that sounds gnarly and like way out of my comfort zone. And I'm so going to be there. (laughs) It can be both and. So email me, hello at elisesnipes.com if you want to be on the early access list. For my birthday this year, October 14th, I'm going to release all the dates, locations, and signups. But if you want in on that ahead of time, because I'm only doing those three experiences this year, then hit me up via email. I will send you all the details ahead of time. Okay. The next interview that I got to do was with my sweet new friend, Erin, about the Enneagram. Um, I genuinely refer to Erin as the Enneagram queen. Um, I am, I feel like I've been like turned inside out like a piece of origami. I am blown away why, what the work has been like with Erin via the Enneagram. So she took me through a typing interview. Then she took me through a deep dive session and I'm like, what the what? Um, I'm thankful for this process and her brilliance. She's an authority. I think that's something I've been noticing about Erin is because she has an understanding of something, she's not afraid to stand on it and like authoritatively like say, hey, this is what's up. And I'm like, it is what's up. Oh my God, thank you for saying that to me that way. (laughs) So I, yeah, 
I'm blown away. I'll tell you, I get fired up when I watch women stand in the full like truth and power of who they are. Erin does that. She does that for me. She does that for the team that we're on for Radical Wellness. Um, she's a badass, you guys. She is a badass, and I have the utmost respect for her. Um, the Enneagram work that we've been doing has been so much fun, and if you are curious about that as well, you can... Um, do an appointment with her online. So wherever you are, it's kind of like this podcast. You don't have to be in Dana Point with me to listen. You can be anywhere. And it's the same thing with the work that we do via Radical Wellness. Wherever you are in the world, you have access to work with the different people and get your own journey going so that you are not only a listener, but you are an actual participant and a fellow journeyer. So I would encourage you if you were at all I'm curious if you are correctly typed in the Enneagram or if you're like I'm sorry Ennea what <laughs> then um, she'd be a great person to start that journey with the other fun thing I got to do recently was this event with my friend Aurora and we did a mind body event and I need to take a moment to give a shout out to the two women who drove from Arizona to be there ladies you're amazing they decided that they're like, hey, hey, here's this event that Elise is doing. Um, Let's go. And they made a weekend out of it, came to Orange County. And I was, they looked like they were like, they didn't even need to be there. They were like glowing from the rest and the adventure of what it was like for them to be there. I was so amped. So I just wanted to say thank you again for coming. Um, I, I just love it. I loved everything about it. It would, took everything within me not to want to hop in your car and drive back to Arizona with you just for the hell of it. <laughs> so, um this team I've been building, Radical Wellness, we want to do events that allow us to like connect with people and give them the experience of what the heck is the thing that we're talking about. So um, Aurora and I have been doing these mind-body events, helping people, women specifically, connect their brain to their heart and their thoughts to their body and their emotions to like anchor it into who they are so that we're not just learning or thinking up top intellectually, but that we have like descend down into ourself and allow the work to live within us. So um, you can also find out all of that fun information and what's coming up next on our website, radicalwellness.co. I have another event with our, with Bonnie coming up. She's a spiritual director I interviewed. She's a, we are going to be talking about triggers, spiritual triggers and wounds that we have. Um, and that'll be October, I think 17th. And it's going to be in Fullerton, California. And I'm totally spilling the beans before there's like anything even up and running on that. Um, <laughs> because, um, I think spiritual pain is real. And when we don't look at it, we then withdraw from the thing that we actually need. And so we want to reclaim and rewrite some of the things that we've experienced so that we can come back to and grab a hold of the things that make us whole. So all of that to say, um, I'm in a massive season of transition. I'm in a massive season of transition. I have, over the past year, been interviewing and working with women across the country to, like, draft this, like, fantasy team of radical healers that want to be a part of a better conversation about what it is like to live better. I feel... I don't... I don't even, I don't know how I feel. I feel all of, <laughs> because also because I'm a four on the end of I feel all of it. 
I feel blown away by their brilliance. I feel honored to know them. I feel humbled to work alongside them. I feel like I want to scream it from the rooftops. Like, these women are... They're the, they're the real deal. They will get you to where you want to go. They are trustworthy guides. They are women that I have individually worked with and have complete confidence in their abilities. Blows me away. Every meeting we have, we meet on Tuesdays and I'm just like, can we just stay here all day? <laughs> like, can we just stay on, can we just stay in our meeting and this be what we do? Um, they're lovely women and that is an understatement. But what's been happening within that role is I'm seeing a need for my direct work to shift. And it's more of the both and. Both growth, both evolution, both seeing what's next, (laughs) being honest and open to the work I want to focus on, being ready to think about, consider, and like jump into um, what's in front of me. So I'm transitioning out of my official one-on-one therapy work for the time being, for the time being, (laughs) that's as far as I can commit to. And I don't, I mean, I don't even know what people's response is to this right now other than my own, which has been semi-like confused, semi-excited, semi-painful, semi-hopeful, semi-exhilarating, semi-terrifying. So all of that at once, the both and, the all and, right? All of it. But what I know I want to do is to be able to continue to focus on really well on retreat work and events experiences and speaking. And I want more people to be able to have access to the women on my team. And so my new-ish role will be opening up to doing these like interview processes with people to help them really make a good plan for what they want to do and then connecting those people to my team. So what that's going to look like is instead of me doing the one-on-one therapy during the week, instead I'm going to be meeting with people and doing their first call of like, hey, give me the brief, not brief, give me the whole freaking thing. I want the whole enchilada of your life. We're going to put that into an actual plan that you can do something with. So over these last 10, 15 years, I feel like there's a couple hurdles that people face when going to therapy or trying to like think about doing any type of work like this is where do I start? What do I do first? Um, I don't want to keep starting over like in my work of therapy. Cannot, can everyone just talk together so that way I don't have to keep telling my story over and over and over again. <laughs> so Radical wellness is a bit of a solution to some of the problems and things that I have found in my own journey towards healing. And so here's the deal. My job is to help people clearly see what they need. I'm good at being able to hear and map out and see the patterns and be like, okay, this is, if we could sit down and I could help you do this work, here's exactly what we would do. This, 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 and this. I think you should do it in this order. I think you should integrate some Enneagram work. I think it would be really great if you looked at your core beliefs um, and then thought about this group. And here are the exact women who are capable, qualified, and the bomb at doing that. So then you don't have to keep starting over because we're a collaborative group. 
all of the women would then be able to be a part of your team of cheerleaders that get you through that experience. So instead of you being like, oh, I wish that my therapist could also talk to my Enneagram coach um, that could also talk, you know, (laughs) it's like, yeah, right. That's the whole point. So that we carry like the burden of the work and help guide you through these things so that way you can have an experience of radical wellness. So all that to say, as I talk about it, I'm like, oh, I'm so amped. And then I'm like, oh, but the people I love so much and having to realize and say, I can't do it all. Ah, God, I even hate saying that out loud. I feel so much about this, you guys. It is so charged for me. I can't do it all. (laughs) I think that says a lot more about what I tell myself than anything else. I tend to sit in a place of individual responsibility. That no one's going to do it for you, Elise. You just got to like do the thing and pull all the horses and make it all happen. And that is bullshit. (laughs) It's bullshit. It's my bullshit. I don't have to. And what happens when I let go of some things and I'm able to hold on to other things, things get clear and sharp and really focused and excellent. And that is something that I think I've always wanted to pride myself in is the ability to do excellent work. I feel insanely (laughs) committed, really psychopathically committed to achieving like brilliant results with people. And I hold myself to that standard and my team to that standard. And what started appearing over this last year when I'm looking at these team of women is realizing they got this. They are, they so got this. And every one of my people that I'm working with would be in such good hands with these women. And then that would allow me to help other people get connected to this work. So if you have been thinking um, or wanting to connect with me specifically would love to do that with you. I'm going to be opening up to all calls. We will go through a long and comprehensive interview process, get the whole thing out there, um, which I'm sure people are like, I don't think so, Elise. I'm like, okay, well, we'll do what we can. If you are scared or hesitant or don't even know if you want to have all your stuff out there, we'll take our time to make sure that we give you a very clear plan and connect it to the women who can help guide you. So, All that to say, I feel like I can go on and on about that. Um, My role is changing and I felt guilty and bad about it and I could have stopped there. And I think sometimes that's what happens when we grow is we can feel bad. And yet if we understood that it was growth, then maybe we wouldn't feel so bad about it. I wouldn't feel so bad about it. And ironically, almost a year ago, I got this butterfly tattoo and I keep coming back to it and keep coming back to it. I'm like, man, like, it's not bad for the caterpillar to become the butterfly. In fact, it's exactly what the caterpillar has to do. And I think that there was this season where I've maybe been in this cocoonish space and the friction of what happens in that chrysalis is so necessary for the strength of the wings, for the expansion, for the emerging. And so as I've been like getting closer to this like emerging phase of what's next, 
I wanted to retreat back into the cocoon and into like that dark cave of not knowing. But that's impossible. Because once you see, you can't unsee. Like once you go in to that like chrysalis mode, you will emerge the butterfly. When you begin this work of journeying home to yourself, you will get there. You will flourish. You will fly. You will be exactly who you're meant to be. And as scary as that is, as uncertain as that is, you will, <laughs> you will do it. And I would feel like a total like sham if I didn't do that myself. If I didn't also grow and emerge and evolve It would be ironic to just stay. So I kind of want to like keep, not kind of, I totally am committed to radical growth. I am totally committed to saying yes, to seeing what is next and to continue to push forward and drive this thing because I want big things for myself and for my people. I want big radical things and I want people to have access to really quality care so there it is again as always email me dm me check in with me if this is piquing your interest if you have questions or thoughts i'm open to you to your process um, to what's going on <laughs> to your feedback to to all of those things permission to evolve. You can sit in the both and and we can welcome it all. We can welcome it all. There's that roomy poem, The Guest House. It talks about, you know, waking up every morning, this being human, opening the door and inviting them all in, whatever has come our way that day. And I feel like that there is both bravery and vulnerability in that opening. Choice to open the door. Bravery to face what's there. Vulnerability to let it in. And that's the journey. There's this other welcoming prayer I'd love to actually read to you. I'll just do that. How about it? It's a prayer that sometimes I start my morning off with. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my healing. I welcome all thoughts, feelings, emotions, persons, situations, and conditions. I let go of my desire for power and control. I let go of my desire for affection, esteem, approval, and pleasure. I let go of my desire for survival and security. I let go of my desire to change any situation, condition, person, or myself. I open to the love and presence of God and God's action within me. Amen. I like that. I like the idea of welcoming. 
I just keep thinking like if I was the house and I could just put this giant welcome mat out in front and then I would say I welcome you growth pain fear I welcome you challenge frustration emptiness I welcome you wild powerful truth I welcome you beauty joy freedom I welcome you memories pain shadows I welcome you invitation spirit Mm-hmm. It feels different to collect it all in, to welcome it all in, rather than to fracture off and categorize and systematize and, and, and color a certain way. It's so restrictive when we hold or think of things in that way. So my invitation to you, if you were here today with me in the trailer... I'd realize I had just said a whole lot. <laughs> so I'd wonder how you're doing. I would make room for you and your experience. Your story, your process, your fear, your regrets, your secret hope. I'd say, what do you need to make room for? What do you need to make room for? Is there something that you have been thinking of doing, going to, being? Does anything need to change, shift, evolve? Do you need to change, shift, or evolve? Permission. (laughs) You have permission. To heal, to grow, to be wild, to take yourself up on adventure or rest, goodness, to authoring and writing the story of your life that you are proud to tell other people about. That is what you deserve. A worthy life that you have a say in. That's what it's about, you guys. That's what it's about. A beautiful, worthy life that you have a say in. So today I hope that you take this in. I hope that you do more than listen. I hope that you sit with and, and connect to and question and turn it over and, and think about the thing. Think about what it actually means to be alive, to be human, to use the time that we have here on earth. To be in it. To jump in the thing. (laughs) To do it. One more thing. I'm letting this podcast air on Sunday. On Tuesday, October 1st, um, we're starting a radical wellness challenge. And what that means is this. Um, 
I asked the team, hey, could you just film a video of yourself doing like um, an experience of that really shows who you are, what you do and how you work with people. And if we could just give that to people so they could really see what we're talking about and experience it, not just think about it, but like really have the experience of radical wellness. So if you are interested it is free the best price ever f-r-e-e um just email radicalwellness.com no, <laughs> go to the website, radicalwellness.co. You'll see a spot that says challenge. You put in your email address. We send you the email that ha- starts October 1st. It's seven days. Every day there will be a video of one of us leading you in an experience of radical wellness. All you got to do is watch it. You can go along, participate. And the point is like, hey, let's actually try and show you like the thing and you can try it on for size and see what you think. What do you like? What do you not like? What's weird to you? What's fun to you? What's an old hat to you? And and then we really get to engage that work together. So we'll be in a private Facebook group together. We will talk you through the process. We will lead you in an experience. Um, you can ask questions and connect to other people that are on this journey. Again, so that you are more than a listener by yourself wherever you are listening today, so that you could connect to other people. It's like if you could do the podcast together. Like that's that's really like the hope and point is together, 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 together. So thank you for making room for me in your week. I It's precious to me that you do that. Please continue to listen to you and what you need, even as we come to an end here. What are you doing next? What are you listening to next? What are you participating in next? What, do you, what are you doing? And how do you want to go into that? I hope you have a beautiful week. And I will look forward to connecting again with you soon. Thanks for listening. To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, email me at elise at trailercast.com, E-L-Y-S-E at trailercast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends. 